Hello, this is Bill Lytell, Senior Pastor of Gospel Baptist Church in Bonita Springs, Florida. And this is a little wisdom for your walk. A little wisdom for your walk, taken from things that have happened to me in the last 50 years, as well as truths God has taught me. Uh, years ago, about 25 years ago now, a young man uh, made an appointment with me to come into my office. And he was about 26 years old. I never had met him. Uh, he, I don't know why he called our office. I have no idea how it all traced back to us. But he called our office, and he said he wanted to meet with me. So I said, sure. And he walked in. When he walked in, I was a little stunned. A uh, 26-year-old man usually is pretty uh, healthy-looking, strong-looking. But this boy looked, his pallor was almost yellow, white. Um, he was thin and frail-looking. Uh, he, he was a little unsure of himself as he walked in, sat down in front of my desk, and I said, you know, we actually we had our introduction and everything, and I said, what are you here for? And he said, uh, I have uh, terminal cancer, and the doctors say I'm going to die within the next week or two, and I want to show you something. And he reached in his, his little quivering hand, his, reached in his back pocket, got his wallet out, and fished through... Uh, fished a well-worn photo out of his back of his wallet. You could tell he'd had that photo out many, many times. He said, I want you to look at this photo. And I looked at it, and there were like a three-year-old girl, a cute little toe-headed girl, and about a year-and-a-half toe-headed girl, both of them real cute, dressed up in pink dresses. And you could tell the photo had just about been worn out on the edges. He said, these two girls are never going to know their daddy. They're never going to have any remembrance of me. And he said, I'm mad at God. I'm mad at God. Why would he have this happen to me and these two girls never going to know their daddy? So I began to look at him and, and um, think about, God, what, what, how can I answer this man Obviously, he did not know Christ as his personal Savior, but that he was religious. He was a Christian in name only, which are what? 98% of the people we meet walking around in the United States through my door-to-door. I can tell you almost everybody thinks they're going to heaven one way or another. Uh, they think somehow they're going. And so I said to the boy, I said, you know, the problem is that you've had expectations of God that are not true, they're false. And you're expecting of him something he doesn't owe you or never has told you he'll give you. Uh, the guarantee of life is given to no one. And I went into a little bit about how some of my friends died in Vietnam, 18 years old, healthy, expecting to live a life, get married, never got married, never had children, never had a family. I said, you've at least had a wife and had some time with her and you've, you've had children two beautiful little girls, uh, and you, you have give, been given that much time, but your time's over now. I said, what about these other guys at 18 years old? I went to, um, there's, there's many places to go to, but one place I go to in Psalm 119, 165. It says, great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. I says, you're bitter at the wrong person. And with bitterness, you can't ever... You'll never be able to get close to God with the bitterness you got in your in, in your in your attitude. 
And he was listening intensely. And I said, son, the Lord Jesus Christ came, shed his blood, died on the cross, shed his blood, satisfied the justice of God for your sin, now offers you total and absolute forgiveness for all your sins and, and sealed it all by his resurrection from the dead. That of all the people who said they were the Christ, he was the one. And so he began to look more intensely and more interested in what I was saying. I said, God, uh, Jesus Christ did not cause this cancer to take you out early. It's the devil. It's sin. It's the curse of turning away from God that has caused all this horror on earth. Um, for, by, for by one man sin entered the world, death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned, says in Romans 5. And so I began to explain the gospel, and his heart tend, became tender. His eyes welled up with tears. And I said, so why don't you trust the Lord Jesus Christ who died for you and loves you as your personal Savior. He bowed his head. I'll never forget the, the look, the pallor of the boy. His hair was gone from chemotherapy. And he bowed his head and in his hands, uh, skeletal-looking hands, and he prayed a simple childlike prayer to ask Jesus to forgive him and to save him. He said, thank you, preacher. I appreciate it. I'm, I feel better already. He took his little picture and went, put it in his wallet and went back home. He said, preacher, before I leave, would you be willing to do my funeral? And I said, I would be. About two weeks later, I got a call from his wife and said, my husband, I don't know what happened at your office, but my husband came back different. I mean, he was just different. And for the two weeks he lived, he was just different. He was better. I, I preacher, I don't know what you said to him, but whatever you said changed him. Of course, you know, I knew what happened. That he got born from above and, and filled with the Holy Spirit and given a new light in his eyes and person. And so she was not obviously not saved. And, and uh, he said, she said, I thought I should call you and tell you he passed on. I said, thank you for calling. He also asked me if I would do his funeral, preach at his funeral. She says, uh, okay. I said, well, uh, and I do this, and I always do this to be forthright and to be transparent with people, especially unsaved people. I said, you know, if I, if I do his funeral, I want to give the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ as I gave it to him. And she says, no, I don't want you to do that. And I says, well, that's what happened when he came in here. And I said, he asked me to do his funeral. She says, well, yeah, but I'm, no. And she did not allow me to do that man's funeral, which I always to this day feel so sad about. Uh, she did not allow me to, give, to do it because I would give the gospel. And evidently she had some uh, natural repulsion to the gospel, as, as unsaved people do have. And so... I thought I just wanted to share this with you. These are things that just go off into the sunset and nobody ever knows happen uh, unless we put them out, out where other people can hear them. I hope you use this illustration. Uh, the, uh, if you're offended at God, you're never going to get close to God. If you're offended that the thing, life didn't come out the way you think it ought to have come out, you know, God didn't deal a good hand to you. Everybody else got more, you got less. Uh, you, you, maybe you were born crippled, maybe blind, maybe hard of hearing. Maybe you had other, some infirmities where most people run around there with none of that. And you've kind of gotten upset with God. Now, you'll not want to admit that. Nobody ever wants to admit they're mad at God. 
But the truth is why people sour on God and and back off and turn away oftentimes is they just feel they haven't been they've been cheated by God, they've been betrayed by God. But the truth is it's the devil. It's the devil and it's the sin nature and it's the sin of this world, which God was absolutely against to the place he sent his only begotten son to die for you and me. Oh, my, my. The horror of what Christ went through here on earth and, and through the through the Via Della Rosa, the way to the cross, and was because he loved us, the Bible says, and gave himself for us. I hope this helps you. I hope you can use it. And may the Lord Jesus bless us as we work for him. Someday I'm looking forward to shaking a hand with that 26-year-old man, if God would allow it in heaven, and be able to say, glory to God, brother. You got saved. I hope these girls got saved. I never followed up, never was able to follow up or have information to on him. But maybe the Lord Jesus Christ let them little girls get saved too. Who knows? We just keep preaching the gospel everywhere we go. God bless you. This is Bill Lytell, Wisdom for Your Walk.